wish Wall of Beef was here. Or Javin. I don't know if Rolo is uh, a connoisseur of this band. Doesn't mean he won't enjoy it. You ever listen to Fugazi, Rolo? The fucking badass album. I'm gonna let it play for a minute, Dan. Sure. I think it was like a minute thirty when I timed it. What's up, Happy Lapper? I miss you. What's up, Dan? Hey, how you doing? Hello, everybody. That is a song called Suggestion by a band named Fugazi off of their album 13 Step. It's a fucking awesome album. Awesome band. Always heard of Fugazi, never actually listened to Fugazi. Fugazi's great. You should listen to Fugazi, and you should listen to Minor Threat. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. You're listening to This Might Sound Stupid, a podcast where two friends just uh, just enjoy each other's company and hang out and talk about whatever whatever the fuck they want. Because there's... Why not? It's really easy to have a podcast, we figured. And, uh, yeah, fuck you guys. It's not tough to do. <laughs> so why not have one? Uh, if it's your first time listening to us, you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for This Might Sound Stupid. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitch or no, you can't subscribe to us on Twitch, but you can follow us on Twitch. Twitch.tv. Yeah, soon. Soon, those, if, if enough people follow us. When all those people us, show up. Twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. <laughs> uh, definitely tuning into the live stream or watching it uh, after the fact is probably the most fun way to watch the podcast. Um, we do go to the fans for random topics sometimes. If you ever Send want, it to the fans. If you ever want to email us a random topic, you can email us at this might sound stupid at gmail.com or... You can tweet at us. We are at TMSS underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, and you can send your random topics to us that way. Dan, how are you? You good. Me too. I'm in a good mood. A little tired, but okay. A little tired. I'm not, uh, I don't think I'm too tired. Last week I was tired. Last week I was worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rolo says, in passing, album reco. What do you mean? I don't follow. I would recommend 13 Step. If that's what you mean. Yeah, it's an awesome album. Um, how's your week, Ben? Busy slow? Busy slow. Yeah, you were saying that you're spending... Wait, wait. Yeah, like, like I'm doing lots of interacting with people and their computers, but 
not a lot of it. Like it's it seems to just be like just like big chunks with like a single person. It's like a handful of people. It's not yeah. a bunch of people. It's a handful of people for a long amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. But each one individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my job has resorted to being basically emails, phone calls, and WebExes, which the WebExes can get, especially if you have to WebEx with somebody who's on CenturyLink in like a rural location, mm-hmm. those can get painful. But I, yeah. try, I, try and, I try and convince my teachers to come into the building every time. Do you? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, are you going to be in the building at any time point this week? Just yeah, to, just to see if they'll just see if they'll meet me there. That makes sense. I mean, if I had a reason to, I would. You have more of a reason to because you have to float around through so many buildings. So if somebody at one, if if somebody at building A was like had a problem and it was you were just at building B that day, but you could go back to building A, you mm-hmm. know, on Friday, it would make sense to be like. Rolos <laughs> says, "Thank God this podcast isn't on Google Meet." What are you drinking, Dan? It's called uh, Hoof, Hoof Gold. I think I had it once before. Uh, this is their half of Vison. Yes, you have had that, and I wanted to get it. I just, you know, as much as I, I want to support Barrel Theory and go down there and get it. Ooh, good crack. I just, uh, I don't know. I just can't find the time. I hate St. Paul. I know. I get it. I can't find the time, man. It's my. It's like I've said before in the podcast. I wish I didn't have to sleep. There's just not enough time to do all the things I want. I constantly want to be doing things. There's so many fun things I want to do that I can't. It's just, oh, I got you. It, it, you know, maybe in the future. Maybe in the somehow, future, I won't have to we'll, sleep. We'll, we'll figure out our brain thing. <laughs> oh, I should get my beer. You should do that. I got to grab my uh, Playmate cooler by Igloo. Keeps my beers nice and cold. Not a sponsor. Not yet, at least. But uh, they it's, it's the every man's cooler. It's the working man's cooler. Mm-hmm. Playmate by Igloo. We don't need no fancy shit here. We, we want that Igloo cooler. Let this motherfucker burn. Mm-hmm. Fire brick. Fire brick. Shell's fire brick. Oldie but a goodie. Anything new th- happening with you? <laughs> uh, I like. We always kind of just vamp for a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, and I'm sitting here realizing, like, man, I don't, I don't think I've done anything interesting since the last podcast. Uh, like the the new WoW expansion came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, so. Played, played a bunch of that with 36 ninjas. Probes. Probes. Yeah. Um, it's good. Uh, they went to, uh, in this expansion, they opened up, uh, like, the afterlife. Like, something happened in the last, at the end of the last one where a character basically broke through, like, the the thing connecting our 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 worlds and like the the afterlife in the universe of can you play, of, of World of Warcraft? Can't you play undead characters in that? In you World can. Of those people aren't in uh, the, the afterlife. afterlife. Like some something has like 
caused them to be here instead. Sure. Okay. Uh, so it's 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 kind of it, it opens up some interesting like story um, opportunities because they have a wealth of characters that have like died in universe hmm. that they can you can see again in the way they've designed this uh, this afterlife uh, and kind of what what they've become like what they are now. Um, like there's this main character that's been the character for forever. Like you probably remember Thrall, like the orc, the orc dude who who was like the, the leader of the horde. Yeah, it sounds vaguely. I mean, that was over. Yeah, like he's one. Of, he's one of the original like WoW characters. Like he's like or like one of the Warcraft like, characters. It's almost twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, but his his mom is like one of the leaders of like this faction down there. Okay. Of like this this like warrior. Where's down there? You mean in the afterlife? In, yeah, in this place called the Shadowlands. Okay. Uh, like it's got it's got a content for like people that were like commune with nature when they when they died they would go there mm-hmm. they could be they could be reborn there there were there's a place for warriors uh, there's a place where people are like tortured because they were bad people um, and there's a place for like people like paladins or like people that were like close to the light where they would go when they died um, and the whole place is kind of having a crisis of conscience sort of thing like like what what their roles actually are in this world. But yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of neat. It's just, it's just an interesting, like, uh, instead of it just being, you just going to like a different continent or a different world and like beating up pandas now, like it's just, it's just a, an interesting story space for them to be able to like, so you go into the afterlife. Yeah. So basically like this character at the end of the last expansion, uh, broke down the barrier that like, kept our two like our like our worlds apart mm-hmm. and it uh kind of sucked you in basically so people in the afterlife in this game still have jobs they they serve as like it sucks yeah that's I, well, that's the thing with the afterlife it's like what is you know it, like it's, it's always been that way in fiction like what is your afterlife gonna be yeah you can make it whatever you want exactly uh but yeah because you know like there's this i don't know if you remember sylvanas Windrunner, she would have been like the leader of the undead. In, like, I, when, I was when not were... playing when Undead came about, I don't think. Well, Undead were there from the very beginning. Well, then I was. <laughs> uh, I think that's what Leaf played. I think he was an undead. I don't Oh yeah, Leaf did have an undead. I don't I don't think I ever played Horde. I think I only ever played Alliance. Yeah, we were always Alliance. Um But she's turned into like the big bad for like the entire like the last few expansions, okay. Um, like she took over the horde, and then, but her whole agenda was that she just kind of hates everything that everything that's alive. Like she doesn't like life, uh, so she has made a deal with the guy that runs like the the kind of the hell part of of uh, of the afterlife. There, like kind of like the place where just things just go to just not exist anymore. Like like the, the worst part um, to send as many souls as possible there and they figure out some way to kind of have the souls not go to where they were supposed to go and so they're all getting sucked into the maw and into the bad place and so you have to figure that out i i couldn't tell you much of anything about world of warcraft lore anymore or warcraft lore for that matter i a like a whole the... bunch of it is like it's it's the weird thing because like so much of it doesn't matter like because like the expansion takes place over like two years There'll be a story in there, 
there's only so much of the story you get to play over those two years, and it's, like, separated by months before, like, different patches come out and stuff. What games have had the most profound story impact on you? God, like... There has to be one. I'm just not thinking of it. I know I loved the story of Final Fantasy VII. Same here. Like that was, it was, it was almost too much for me in that it was like a little too crazy. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. It was crazy and weird, and it wasn't like it wasn't just like this kingdom is in this trouble because of this. It was like it took on layers of like. the haves and the have-nots, and it was just, it was interesting in, in so many different ways. Rolos's Mass Effect, I never, I never enjoyed those games, but I know a bunch of people liked that story. Couldn't you get different endings in that game? You <laughs> could, and I'll always go, I'll always go down with, they ruined the third one by making it so your choices literally didn't actually matter when it oh. came down to it in the third one, which was very, Why very, you- like, disappointing. Like, all the stuff you've been doing, but like why have them it's not changing the way this game is ending and it's and because some some guy thought he was so much smarter than everybody else and had an ending he wanted to give you fucking nerds man write a book then exactly like don't make a game with choices don't hide don't hijack exactly don't hijack like everybody else's choices to make them so they have to feed into your whatever weird nonsense that you're trying to (laughs) what a dickhole yeah Uh, uh I, I rewatched a couple, so there was an, a really good through story in the last expansion of, of WoW, because it's like, oh, I kind of want to get caught up on, like, what, and they put out, like, as Blizzard can do, like, their animation can just be nonsense, like, how good it can be, like, they're just really good at doing, like, yeah video game, like, cutscenes, um, and there's a story of, like, this... The guy was basically second in command for the horde. This like uh, uh, so it's a high overlord Sorfang guy, but like he's been fighting for the horde for his entire life. Like his son died a few expansions ago in like the Lich King expansion, um, and he's he's kind of not sure like what his place is in all of it anymore. Like like why is he still here? Like why like it's so, like he's. He's seen what the Sylvanas is doing as she's like like the leader of the horde at this point in the story, and she's doing horrible things. Like she's like just mass, just trying to murder like just as many people as she can in this world that are um, of the alliance. Like, but it really doesn't matter to her. Um, and he doesn't see like the point in it anymore, and so like he wants to kind of go out and have like a just like a warrior's death. So he's just going to kind of like walk out in the battlefield and just try and um, lose his life that way, but this a, a, a kid who had kind of grown up idolizing him who's like who'd like his father had served with him way back when kind of talks him out of it and then it kind of builds through the whole thing where he kind of understands like what his role can be and he basically challenges like Sylvanas in front of everybody it to kind of prove that she has no honor like she's not like she doesn't actually care about anybody and just kind of like sacrifice himself in that way to kind of free the world from her. And it's, it's like the animation is so good. And like, like the story and the acting and those little scenes that these little 15 minute cutscenes that they're doing are so good that, that it actually like genuinely like moved me. Like just like his, like 
because like I felt like the emotion that he was trying to portray, which was really, which is really neat. Yeah, that's cool. I guess I was, I was thinking. To me, gameplay has always been. I mean, it's like an obvious statement. I'm trying to think of a better way to phrase it, but it's like gameplay is paramount. Like I almost don't care mm-hmm. what the story like. Uh, and also Rolo says, I guess it didn't affect me, but I liked it a whole lot. And I wanted to know if he meant what Dan was saying about the third game. If he liked the third game a whole lot or if I, I, I wanted more clarification. But Rolo is the one who turned me on to Hollow Knight, which is, I think I'm like 104 or 105% with that now. I've been replaying it lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a game I liked a whole bunch. Couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you a thing about the story. Like mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't care about the story at all. I know that there's a story there happening, but I'm not aware of it. And like uh, the Spider-Man game, the last Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I think it was the last Spider-Man game. Yep. I, I 100% of that game. Couldn't tell you anything about the story. I don't remember the story. I think Doc, no. There's a bunch of different bad guys in it. Yeah, you fight Rhino and I don't know. But that the gameplay was so fun. And then mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> again dark souls dark souls I, I i know the story a bit more because i like the way that FromSoft tells stories they don't tell they give you very little in terms of like cutscenes and stuff but they tell the story a lot through item description and things mm-hmm. like that and it's fun to read through those yeah uh okay rollis is when i say mass effect i only mean one and two Godfather. People kind of people kind of write off that last one, man. Why did he say Godfather rules? Is Rollo in a different chat, and he accidentally chatted that in here? Godfather rules, man. Holy shit! We never checked in with sponsors. By the way, our sponsors were brought to you by Joey the Good Boy. He's big chilling. We're also brought to you by Mike Long, who designed all our graphics. He's a really good designer from Minnesota. I don't think he's available for hire, though. I think you just... you. He has to love you, I think. I'm quickly scanning through the, the best 100 games of the decade on Polygon to see if... Uh, I remember, like... I had another one. For, 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 for like, what Portal 2 was, that, I do was rem- that was... That was a deeply engaging story. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> enjoying... I mean, Portal, the gameplay is... Portal 2 is one of my favorite games ever. I love the gameplay. Mm-hmm. But the story was also fun. This like evil sarcastic robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I got you. Rollos <laughs> is usually people. Also ignore Godfather 3 is all I mean. Um, Last yeah. of Us was a game that I loved the story. I didn't think the gameplay in Last of Us was all that great, but I kept playing because of the story. And I haven't... <laughs> I haven't played Last of Us 2 just because I don't need that in my life right now. Yeah, I can, I can see that as a, a thing. It's like I would just rather not have to... I'd rather just deal. wait <laughs> Yeah, until a less uh, depressing year. Yeah. Um, that That's kind of what I got as a takeaway from uh, Javin when he was playing it, is that the second one is kind of similar, where it's just like there are better third-person games like stealth wise action wise like it's it it could be better control wise and like gameplay wise yeah it's just not i don't know 
the video game is fine. It's not mm-hmm. quite. What's the what's the the Nathan Drake? Who's that guy? Uncharted. Uncharted. It's not as simplistic as Uncharted, but mm-hmm. it's also not like it's not like a FromSoft game, or you know, it's it's not really challenging, but it's challenging enough to be fun to move you on from one story piece to the other. Um, Hades might win game, game of, the of the year tonight. What did it, it um, won something already? Oh, did it? It won something. I don't know what it was. Um, do you care about game of the year spoilers? No. Uh, that game has a uh, a lovely story in it. Um, that's that was like very engaging and like made me want to keep playing the game. Maybe that's what it won. Was something for story? I don't know. I saw a headline about it. I like this. This is a cool award to have out there. Uh, very first award for innovation in accessibility goes to The Last of Us 2. That's cool. That's Especially if you follow Steven Spawn and you kind of know and Oh, Hades won best action game. Oh, okay. Elden Ring wins most anticipated game. Okay, this is an <laughs> official, I don't think. Ah, whatever. I'm not going to sit here and read tweets. Uh, yeah, once once you start to if you f- start to follow Steven Spawn and you are not a psychopath with no empathy or sociopath, which one doesn't have empathy? Psychopaths. It's got to be psychopath because they murder people. <laughs> They're, I think they're similar in on the spectrum. If you don't have empathy, uh, if you're broken in empathy, uh, then following Steven Spawn and, and learning more about able gamers and things like that isn't going to do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, kind of seeing like, oh man, if you're, if you're, I mean, my limited view of it is through following Steven Spawn, but if you're kind of wheelchair bound, then yeah, gaming can be a huge outlet for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it. So hey, what's up, Kibby? Kibby. Uh, that's cool that they have that award out there. I think more people. I still don't know how I feel about the Dark Souls thing. We talked about that like over a year ago. Yeah. But it's. It, I'm glad that it's getting that much attention. Um. Yeah. The interesting thing with like 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 the crux of like the Hades story is about like finding out who you are and like where you fit and where you came from, like what, you know, and like what your, what those that came before you mean for who you are sort of stuff. Okay. Like it's, it's, it's a lot of those kind of like, um, those, those sorts of like, who am I sort of questions that this character trying to struggle with as he tries to escape hell <laughs> constantly. Uh, you really liked that game. Yeah, I, I played. I played it a bunch. Is it like your? What, what's your Gotti? It's my Gotti. Your game of the year. Oh, that game for okay. like it's Hades. No, nothing. No, nothing was better than that game today. I don't know uh, if I played a game. I don't know if I've played a game that was released this year. This year. I don't know what games I've played this year. How do I find that out? Can Steam tell me? Yes, yes. Your Steam, your PlayStation probably could. Uh, when was... Pr- uh, yeah, anyways. I probably just don't have a vote. <laughs> no, the voting's over. 
Damn it. Like they're, they're not there today. Who can, uh, can anybody vote for game of the year? How does that work? I do they have a board? It, I think it might be chosen by a crew. Like I said, I feel like when uh, Death Stranding was up, uh, Kojima or whatever had to like not vote because I think he was part of it. Okay. Um, but like Hades has an interesting thing because like it can be like Hades isn't easy. Like it's it, it can it can get easier as you play more. Uh, but apparently, I don't know what this mode does, but there's a mode called God Mode that you can turn on in the in the options if you just want to play for the story, basically. It it just makes you, like, a whole bunch stronger, and it makes it oh. easier to kind of, like, escape on runs, so that if you just want to, if you just want to play for the story and not be, like, hindered by dying all the time and, like, not quite advancing... That's actually uh, really cool. Yeah, they, they, they've given you the option to basically beat their game easily. That's cool to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know that I play. I mean, if if I was gonna vote for my favorite game that I played this year, it would be Hollow Knight. Okay, but that definitely didn't come out this year. Definitely but. didn't come out this year. <laughs> the game I've played the most this year in 2020 is probably Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> I fucking love Dwarf Fortress. Yeah, yeah, you did play that. You played that a bunch. Dwarf Fortress might be the nerdiest thing I do. I can, yeah, I can see that being true. It's super nerdy. Like, I love starting a world and starting a fort and then going into the files and reading all the history it forms. That game is extra dorky. Big J said, uh, I literally haven't played a game this year. Poor Big weird, J. Uh, Big J right now, by the way, is... Tr- I wish Javin was here. Big J right now is doing a PC uh-huh. build. Ooh. And can is, it, is, not, it, is it his first one? Yeah. Cannot get a graphics card. Are they really like? Oh, they're. You remember like when what's I trying, what's, he, what's he trying for? Like a twenty seventy or something? Big J, what are you trying for? He can't get it. I'm not gonna find one. Let's <laughs> go Google real quick. You Dan, lucky he might. Dan, if the Dan's probably the luckiest person I know. It comes in waves. Does it? It. Does, I'm not taking it any wave. He says thirty series. I'm oh, not, so yeah, that those things are. That's like the brand new ones. Yeah, those are those are hard to get. Uh, you remember when I was building mine and it was the, like, Bitcoin was buying uh, oh, GPUs yeah. for Bitcoin was all the rage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was a, that was a thing. Yeah, 3070 W, that's, uh, that's nice and powerful. Uh, 3080 would just, you know, it's a little more expensive, but that, that, that's a, that's a banger of a card. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he won't be able to get it until COVID's died down. And then we can have another uh, big J. You don't. I have neglected to tell you. I've offered to help you put it together because he's never put a PC together. But we have. Been, when are you getting? When are you getting vaccinated? Are you Are you going to be in the <laughs> the crew with us? We have uh, we have big PC building parties at Dan's every time. Like how many people now have built have built their PC at your house? Probably at least five or six. It's got to be close to ten. <laughs> but yeah, we have. We just. Rolo, you... Wade? No, JR did, didn't he? JR did. One of uh, JR's friends? I did. Matt probably did. Um, I don't know what you're asking, Kibby. No. I already forgot what I was talking about, I guess. Uh, what did you just say about vaccines? Did we get early access to vaccines? 
No, I'm just saying we might. Like maybe they'll maybe they'll like do ed- like education early. So okay. then because they won't open the schools up, you know. Okay. So what and do we, you think? We can just kind of sneak in there. Here, real talk. Uh Oh, whoops. I didn't Okay, I see Rolo was asking a question now, Kibby. Oh yeah, okay. What, yep. School me. I've I've read briefly on how the vaccines are formed with the RNA. Correct. Um. What do you know, if anything, about what they think like long term effects of the vaccine could be? Is there anything? Yeah, there's. Uh, do they? Ha- I mean, do they have any data? Is what I wonder. I haven't looked into any of that. Uh, n- nothing from like the the few months that people have uh had, have had it. Sure, not for this vaccine. Do they? But do they know anything? Like, have they tested anything else with RNA on people? I think this is the first one. Yeah, that they've ever that they've ever done. Like, it's you know, it has the benefit of uh, it's not made from dead virus, so you're not. It's not like the flu where like you can get the flu by taking the flu virus because you're not, putting the flu in your body. That's not true. Yeah, it is. Mm-mm. You can't get it. You, I got schooled on this by a doctor, and she was I like, "I don't know. I, I heard that." Like, she was like, "Anybody telling you?" She was like, "Anybody telling you that is a moron. You can't get a virus from a dead virus. When you make the flu vaccine, it's it's dead. It's inactive. You cannot get it." Well, you might be right, but the the the, the RNA uh, vaccines are not made from any piece of the virus. They just use yeah. the genetic makeup of the virus to construct to a, signal, a vaccine against they it. They use it to signal your RNA? They use a protein to signal something yes. in your body to create antibodies mm-hmm. so that you know how to respond to the virus if you come in contact with it, is ultimately what I remember. Uh, you are right. Okay. No flu vaccines 100% do give you the flu all the time. Oh, it says right there. Uh <laughs> But <laughs> all I know is I never, until I had Nemo, until I had my first kid, I had never gotten the flu vaccine because mm-hmm. I was always just like, what? I mean, if I get the flu, who cares? I get the flu. I'm over it in a few days, you know, whatever. And some years I'd get the flu and some years I wouldn't. And I had always heard that sometimes you get the flu shot and you end up getting the flu from the flu shot. And I was like, well, why would I get it? I mean, if I'm, if I'm if there's a chance I get it from the shot, why would I even bother getting the shot? Like I'll just take my chances not having the shot. But then it was like everybody was like when I had brand new Nemo and he was born like during flu season, they were like, just get the flu shot. And I was like, all right, fine. And so I asked this doctor who was giving it to me and she got all like she got huffy about it. Cause she was I mean, she was justifiably annoyed that people spread that rumor around that you can get the flu from the flu shot. And she's like, it's a dead virus. It's impossible to get it from it. You can still get the flu because it's not every strain, but you won't get, I mean, I got a flu shot this year. It was actually really nice. I got a flu shot. And then a day later, uh, big J and I did our push workout. So you get your flu shot in your shoulders. And then the next day I was doing like, overhead press and lateral raise and all that like all the stuff that involves your shoulders so when i was starting to get sore i moved my arms around a bunch and like pumped a bunch of blood into them and my arm then was just never sore after that and i wonder if it's just from moving it around and pumping a bunch of blood into it does that make sense 
That makes that, that makes sense because basically, you're, like you're they're they're just shoving a sharp thing into your into your muscle. So I think yeah, you're basically massaging it out. Yeah, usually if I get a flu shot, it's sore for you know the next three or four days, and it's not unbearable. It's just like you reach up and you're like, oh yeah, there's my shot. But I like never noticed it after that day. So mm-hmm. so get your flu shot and then go do a heavy arms day. Oh okay. Just work your shoulders out a bunch. Um. Will you if they no, do, if they do like, offer us know, the vaccine, will you get it right away? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Not a dingleberry. I'm not in your head. You dingleberry. Well, so I'm not gonna lie. There's a part of my head that is like, well, I don't know what the long term effects are. Right? Like, mm-hmm. what if it affects me when I'm 45? Like, what if we find out a bunch of people get cancer from? And then, then I think to myself, like, but you're not not gonna get it. Like, if you wait a year mm-hmm. to get it, that doesn't make sense for several reasons, but also. <laughs> Like you're still not necessarily going to ner- know the long-term effects of it. You know what I mean? Correct. So it's either like, it's either you, like you, you, hold you out. have to trust that these people aren't uh, actively ignorant in like their construction of this thing. That's kind of a straw man argument. I mean, sure, you have to trust they're not actively ignorant, but people also there's just things you don't understand, or there's oversights oh, that can be made. But th- those are, those are so unknown that like it's like. There are some things that they might not figure out. You know, it's like, oh, like, if they start doing other, you know, mRNA vaccines, you know, all of a sudden, like, 15 years, we're like, oh, like, these somehow do this thing to you. It's like, oh, well, but that was the price. I, that was the price I paid, I guess. That's what I'm saying. It's, I mean, all of life is a gamble anyway. Yeah. Uh, this this man, is one where I got I'm more than happy... Just fucking throwing the dice on that one. I got myself in a rabbit hole the other day, just laying in bed, like thinking, and then I couldn't fall asleep because I was just mm-hmm. on this thread of like how all of all of life is a gamble, and that we are all also constantly participating in a collective gambling with just gambling on like people's behavior. Like when you're out in public, there is. Uh, there's a thing Big J shared with me. Big J, if you're in here, throw it in chat if you can find it. It should be in our Twitter DMs because I think you DM'd it to me in Twitter. But there's a man who talks about uh, killing another man in war. And at the very end of it, he basically says, like, when you're in war and you see a man face-to-face, you find out that the the veneer of society is very, very thin. Like, it it goes away really quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, th- I, that's kind of where I got on this thought process was like, when you're out in public, you are taking a gamble that like everybody else around you is just going to act within the confines of like your agreed social contract. Yeah. Uh, anyways, every, you know, everything in life is a gamble. And so it's, there's a part of me that is anxious to get it. I would be lying mm-hmm. if I said there isn't. It, the, there's a part of me that's anxious to get it that there could be long-term effects that we're not aware of. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to not get it. So if I'm not going to not get it, and we have a chance to be one of the earlier people who gets it, then I would take it. Does that make sense? But I'd still yeah. be anxious about it. Uh, let's see. Kibby says, <clears throat> the most I've been playing a video game would be playing Eternal Darkness on the GameCube. For those who have not played Eternal Darkness, the game itself fucks with you royally. Uh, and then he says, are you saying life is a racket? Uh, 
No, I don't know what a racket is, I guess. Big J says, one of my favorite examples is how a six-inch painted line separates people with three tons of death machines going 70 miles per hour. No one bats an eye. Yeah, I can specifically remember being like 16 uh, or 17 and my dad explaining that to me when he was explaining like social constructs. He's like, we like driving is just an agreement we all make to not slam into each other. There's mm-hmm. n- and we were driving down the highway when he said it. he's like there's literally nothing from anybody s- like there's nothing stopping anybody from just slamming their car into mine and we would all mm-hmm. die. He's like we're going mm-hmm. 70 miles an hour we would all die. <laughs> and I was just like, oh man, he's right. It is just a weird agreement we all have that like we're going to operate assuming you don't want to die either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'll get it. Yeah. It- that's that's the thing. It's like I, it's if if I I don't know. Yeah, like it's like you like there's that, that sort of whole like that that way madness lies. Like the if you just sit there and think about all the things that, that might possibly happen because of this thing, when the, when no one's ever told you that they're that they're going to, but you're you're just like inventing them in your head. Like what if this happened? Because what if this like you're just gonna you're just gonna go on and on forever and just yeah. It's like those people who don't who end up just not leaving their house people who are mm-hmm. maybe it's not agoraphobia but it, that's that's the word is it yeah i thought agoraphobia was fear of crowds not the fear of leaving your house oh, i thought they were one and the same i don't think they are but i, I don't know for certain okay. anyway yeah you can i mean you can totally paralyze yourself by thinking like well what if this happens what if this happens what if this happens it's mm-hmm. it's a useless way to think because it's just going to paralyze you yep. there's i mean Everything is a calculated gamble in life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and like you, you are you are operating with the best information you have, that which everything will be fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, in reality, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna guess that driving a car is probably a bigger risk. Well, that, that, that's that's always the thing with that sort of stuff. Where it's like, you know, yeah, you you driving your car is infinitely more dangerous than you getting this vaccine. Probably. We'll all know if we get the vaccine, we're dead in a year. Set me, huh? I mean, I'm indestructible. We did. We've established that on this podcast. I mean, that I think the theory that makes the most sense to me with that kind of stuff is if you're conspiratorially minded. I've the best theory I've heard about that about people who get like really convinced that like there's some like oh it's going to be mind control drugs in there or something, which I'm not even remotely worried about that. Uh. The best theory I've heard is that the people who want to believe in conspiracy or people who are prone to believe in conspiracy, it's kind of a subconscious thing that it's almost more comforting to believe that there is some giant overarching hand planning things and manipulating things because then it it leads you to believe that you have more control of existence than you actually do. Whereas yeah. like there isn't a lot that's within your control. No, it's it's all just literal random rolls of the dice. Like for whatever reason, I could go turn my car on, and the batteries might decide no, and they just want to explode for whatever reason. You could have been out in your garage the day that that spring came off, and it could have taken your fucking head cut off. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Like so. Like that's like it's that's life is a series of those sorts of gambles. You just kind of have to like you just you you go in with the best what you think are the best odds and the best information, and you make that bet and. You just hope that it pays off. 
Well, and as far as I know, nobody makes it out alive. Except Jesus. So far, that's there might be some immortal dude running around. We just don't know that. I don't have enough information to say there is not. If you were immortal, would you tell people? No. Unless you secretly ran the world, then certain people would just know because you were just that powerful. Because you just had lived forever and couldn't die. I don't. I don't think I'd want to live forever. No, but that's that's taking. But you are though. Like like like. Unfortunately, you are. That's that's the problem. That you don't have a choice in this. You just are immortal. I think I'd. I. I just want to not sleep. I want to have to not sleep and live for. You know what would be great is if you could just live until you're ready to die. <laughs> if you could live, if you could live, yeah. and then at a certain point you're like, "Well, I'm ready to wrap this up." You know, like going home for work from work. You're just like, ah, mm-hmm. "I'm ready to wrap this up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take six months and do my farewell tour, and then I'm just gonna go to whatever's next." Boiler alert. Turn off. Don't listen for exactly ten seconds. Starting in five. Spoiler four, alert for what? Three, two. Spoiler one. alert for what? Uh, that's the end of the good place. Wow, you just spoil it. I counted down. Uh, and welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Kibby says, "I've made it through life three times so far, though the first time technically didn't count." And Amber says, "Yeah, your daughter doesn't want to sleep either. I don't want to, Mama." <laughs> well, she she learn from you, Dad. Yeah, I learned from watching you. Nemo has literally, without me ever expressing that around Nemo, because I don't, I don't want that to get in his head. So I've been deliberate about that. Nemo has explained that to us several times. That like I don't like sleep. Sleep is boring. <laughs> and I've just said like, hey, I don't disagree with you. I think sleep is boring. I think it's a stupid, pointless waste of my time. But everybody, there's not a person alive who doesn't have to sleep. Everybody has to sleep. You can't not sleep. You mm-hmm. just have to. Rolo, top five show of the last decade. Would you, would you put it there, you think? The Good Place? Good Place? I think Boy. it's probably top. What's, come out, top what's come out since 2010? I have no idea. The time is a uh, weird thing to me right now. True Tech is up there. True Tech of season one. Yeah, yeah. Breaking Bad. Um, was Breaking Bad in 2010? Or did it start I think before so. 2010? Yeah, it had to have been. Uh, if, if Better Call Saul is going right now, it, it had to have at least stretched in the 2010s. Uh, leftovers. Um, yeah, I, I, guess really I, liked, I guess I guess I really like Watchmen, but may, maybe, but I also really like Succession. I don't know. He says, yes, Jess and I started it. What Dan said doesn't take away from the show at all, if you heard what he said. And I counted down from five. You counted down from ten. But you, exactly. need, to, you need to tell people before you spoil. You can't just say spoiler. Spoiler alert. Good place spoiler alert. Uh, sleep is awesome. It gets really awesome when you start to pause your dreams. Disagree. I don't even care if I could, whatever it's called, vibrant dream, whatever it is, lucid dream, <laughs> vibrant dream. 
I don't care. Like I and when I was younger, I had fucking bananas dreams. Every once in a while, I had a dream the other like a few months ago that I put in movie night chat and like people were talking about it because it was bizarre enough. What, uh, how far into, uh, the good place are you guys? Hold on. I'm not done with my point. I'm, I'm just laying the question down so we can type it. You're like Nemo interrupting me. Um, but yeah, I don't like, even if I could lose a dream, I don't, I would rather just be alive in the real world. I'm, I like being awake. <laughs> you gotta form you gotta form the uh i'm blanking ohio there you gotta go. form the ohio chapter of uh movie night kibby you gotta start watching movies what you know what we had and you know what after like 12 or 13 years it's not all great you know what we had to watch this week ghost Three and a half stars. No, fuck you. Three and a half? Three to three and a half. You're an idiot. Nope. Very, I very much enjoyed Ghost. Very much? Very much enjoyed Ghost. Uh, only yeah, play, yeah. yeah, plow through that roll. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's an amazing show. It's in a fantastic show. And in no Wait, way no. did anything Dan no, say... No, don't even talk about it. You see, now you're just trying to lay groundwork that somehow things are more important than they actually are. You're just going to ruin it for him. You know what his head does. He won't watch trailers because he'll start looking in the movie for that thing that he remembered from the trailer. So you just have to, you have to stop. You got to stop. Okay. You got to hit the brakes. Ghost, you can see that on cable. That movie's dumb. It's not as bad as Ghost Rider. We know that because we've had to watch yeah. Ghost Rider. So Ghost Rider. Half I don't, know, star. I don't know if we've laid out what we're doing because we're obviously... We're all still quarantined, so we're not doing movie night in person. We do a socially distanced movie night, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't oh, know yeah. how. <laughs> I, I'm living there rent free, Rolo. <laughs> I don't know how this came about, but basically, we have a list of a hundred movies every week. Can people see that list? Is that a public list on on Schwartz? If you click on Schwartz's name, I think you can get there. What's Schwat's name on Letterboxd? Schwat. Okay. So if you search Schwat, you'll find him. So if you find Schwat on Letterboxd, you can see the list of 100 movies. Uh, there's 100 movies, and every week we roll a random number between 1 and 100, and then whatever comes up, we have to watch that movie. This is not how normal movie night works, by the way. This is just quarantine movie night. There have been many different iterations of movie night, because it's been around for almost 15 years now at this point. But... We have a list of 100 movies. At the end of the movie on Tuesday, all of us pick a movie that we want added to the list of 100. Then we roll a random number. I think it's one through nine because of Liam. Right? Yes. We, yep. we roll a random number. And then that... Whatever whatever number is there, that movie gets added to the list, and then we roll again from one to hundred to determine what movie we're gonna watch next week. So next week, what are we watching? I already forgot. Uh, at World's End. At World's End, which is a an actual movie. Which is a guy movie. I can't think of his name. Uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright movie. But yeah, we um, had we had to watch Ghost Rider, which was 
fucking terrible. It's one of the worst movies I've ever had to sit through. And we had to watch Ghost uh, this week, which, I don't know. Which was fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not three and a half stars. But it, three I, and I, a half I think out, I get it three. Three and a half out of five. Okay, three yeah, out yeah, of five, yeah. it is not. I'll give it, I think Javin said two out of three. I'll give it two out of three. It's not unbearable. Um, I hit 50 on Bike Watch. Okay. Oh, yeah. What's your, uh, what's your letterbox name? Hotel Daddy. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Still, okay. still, still the dumbest, best thing ever. <laughs> um... So I, I watched two since we last talked about it. Well, uh, I watched. So the one, the one I watched before was Goldfinger. Uh, that was the, the James Bond one, and I, I really enjoyed that. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, and then I watched. Uh, so I watched A View to a Kill, which is supposedly terrible. Uh, it's it stars a very old Roger Moore as James Bond, and Christopher Walken is the bad guy. Okay. Crazy. Um, I didn't know Christopher Walken was in a James Bond movie. That's bananas. It's 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 bad and it's boring. Uh it's bad and, and it's and, boring. And Roger Moore, who is like too old at this point, uh should not be hanging out with these young women. Um the first half of the movie is about like it's about like horse racing, but what he really wants to do is flood Silicon Valley to make it because he wants Wait, to destroy. Wait, how long it. has Silicon Valley been around? Has it been around for longer than I'm aware of? Apparently, yeah. That that like in the '80s was when it started to become uh, early '80s when it started to become the huge like kind of tech techopolis that it is. Did not know that. Uh, so he wants to like flood Silicon Valley to control like chip manufacturing. So okay. that like so yeah, so he wants to destroy all the all the chips so that like he can so that they can make them all and make all that money. Uh which like someone pointed out when I listened to like the house get made thing and they, it's like that's the opposite of what happens. They don't actually make anything in Silicon Valley. They're the ones that buy all the chips. So they're basically just flooding all the people that would buy all the things they want to sell them. So it's 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 flawed from the beginning. But it's just it's just slow and stupid and like it's like <laughs> It's just a slog. What was the other movie yeah. you watched? I watched uh, Wheels on Meals. Just because I'd never seen it before. What is that? Oh, that's a uh, Jackie Chan movie. Jackie Chan. That movie's uh, awesome. So him and his You said cousin, it backwards, didn't you? No, it's... it's it's. It is Wheels on Meals? Yeah. Okay. Um, him and his cousin have a... Like a food truck in... Spain? Spain or Portugal? I keep forgetting which one it is. I okay. think it's Spain. Uh, it's 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 weird. Like people don't like like they're like the only Chinese people like in this like in for like this for like chunks of this movie because they're just in Spain like and it's just like this normal thing. They they just have a food truck and everyone knows them and they're like good friends to everybody. Uh, but there's like this weird secret plot where. Jackie Chan's cousin's dad, so Jackie Chan's uncle, is crazy. And he's in an insane asylum. 
which is not done tactfully well. Like, like they go visit and it's just like you're, you're, if you're making like a comedy from the eighties in China in, or Hong Kong, it's, it's very, people are acting like crazy people. Yeah. I've, okay. I've seen yeah. the movie, but keep explaining it. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. Uh, keep going. And so his dad is, has a girlfriend in here in this insane asylum in, but she, like her daughter is rightful heir to like some dukedom. Okay. That, uh, and so they get caught up in this thing, and it's hi, Schwab. The beginning, the, the, the beginning's slow. I'll pass on the beginning. There's not enough fighting in the beginning. No. There, there's there's too much like story stuff That's that tr- I don't. That I can do be not said for a lot of Jackie Chan movies. Yeah, but then they, but then it, like the second half is just him just kind of you know doing Jackie Chan shit. And like hood rat shit, and like, like there's not as many crazy stunts in this one. There's just more uh, good. It's got like really good fights at the end. Well, there. What's the most? What's the the most famous one for stunts? Uh, police story. Police story. The one where he jumps. They're in the mall, and he oh, jumps. What? That's not that police, police story? story. What is that? One? Might, I don't think that's that, police story. Is it? Fuck, it's, it, it, that might be that might be police story one because there's one called like police story like and there's one called like Argo okay, Shot says it is. You guys okay. both say it is, so I'll just I'll take that. But there's but then there are movies like Snake Fist and Eagle Shadow where it's way more kung fu centric and they're still yeah. fucking awesome. I don't yeah. need the stunts, but some of that some of that early choreography and in, in me and Donnie and Matt went through a a Jackie Chan phase hard. Mm-hmm. We watch so many of those. And I still think I'd have to rewatch them now, like 20 years later. God, that's crazy. It literally is 20 years later at this point. But I, my favorite one that I ever remember was Snake Fist and Eagle Shadow. That was like the best one. Fearless Hyena, Drunken Master, which is drunken, technically Drunken Master 2 or something. I can't remember that whole. That's, it's convoluted because, in some weird way. Yeah, because the, the American one is drunken like the one that we would it's like the, the, the yeah. popular one was called drunken master but it's that's not yeah not mm. the same movie first one i first jackie chan movie i ever saw was rumble in the bronx and it was just like what is this mm-hmm. uh and then i watched a lot more jackie chan movies uh so top 10 of my 50 from Bike Watch 50. Mm, yeah. Part, part one. Uh, I watched Sounds of the Lambs on the bike. <laughs> that's your number so that's, that's, one? That's, that's, that's in there. Are you starting uh, at number one? I'm just, I'm just giving you like the... Okay, they're not ranked. It's just... Yeah, I, I just kind of looked at this, so I can't say that they're ranked exactly. Okay. Uh, Vertigo. Uh, Day of the Jackal was super neat uh north by northwest was was cool uh to catch a thief uh was was fun uh a lot of uh what's his face uh who's that old the old chubby director uh, uh, guy. i can't think of his name i can see i'm, gonna click, I'm gonna click on one of them all i can think is hg wells and i know it's not that <laughs> Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Thank so, you. as a man who's never 
really like watched Hitchcock movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like yeah, like Vertigo. Vertigo is by far the the best one I'd seen of his, of the of of the three. Uh, the conversation was real cool. That's this weird. Uh, uh, it's a Francis Ford Coppola movie that he kind of made around like the Godfather movies. Okay, but it's like Gene Hackman is like a surveillance guy, and he's kind of and he like he he gets hired for like a job, and it's kind of what what kind of goes on there. It's not like big and actiony, but it's it's a lot slower and like kind of uh, meeker. Like because it's it's not big and lambasted, but it's it's a lot more just kind of like listening and following. Okay. Um. So that that was you got a that glo- was really cool. You got a glow out of Rolo. I'm in. Uh, Goldfinger was really cool. Escape from New York because I'd never seen it. Still don't think I've ever seen Escape from New York. Seen Escape uh, from L.A. What's the second one? Escape from L.A. That's whatever the second yes, one is yes. is the one I've seen. Um, and then for I guess like new, uh, I watched Knives Out as well on there. Did you like that? I thought it was kind of fun. It, it was it was it was just a a neat little ensemble piece that was one i thought like if movie night guys go see it i'll go see it with them that seems fun I yeah think... i didn't think that that was gonna be something i i'd want to see but then it got like it got like decent reviews because i'm like oh like this is it's it could seem kind of weird and kind of but it's just a it's, like, a, it's a fun little i liked it based thing. on the trailer and i like what's his name enough that i would have gone to see it but then i think covid started to happen captain america or james bond which one james bond Daniel Craig. Um, I think. But yeah, I, I, once... I, I, I'll, I'll finish real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I, uh, I got a, a, I definitely got an appreciation for Hitchcock. I get it. Yeah, I haven't now. seen Vertigo or North by Northwest. I've seen Strangers on a Train. Is that Hitchcock? A throw mama from a train. No, it's not throw mama from a train. Is Did we watch Strangers on a Train for yeah, Train is movie? that Hitchcock? It was, uh, <laughs> it was Jeff and Mike and Wade's friend picked it. Who did Strangers on a oh, Train? Oh, that's Hitchcock. Yeah. That was fun. I like Strangers on a Train. There's another Hitchcock movie that I can't think of the name of that I really liked, which is... Was Psycho? No, I've never seen Psycho. Okay, neither have I. I'm... You know what? I shouldn't say for certain this is a Hitchcock movie. I believe it is. It's a black and white movie. It takes place all within an apartment and it's i think it starts out with somebody drinks poison man i remember really enjoying it but i watched it i mean that's like the theme of tonight almost 20 years ago it's a long time since i watched it but i remember really liking it i think it was the first hitchcock movie i ever watched you know another one that we watched we watched from movie night also that was like a treat uh was the trouble the trouble with harry was that hitchcock yeah, that's Hitchcock. That's too. Hitchcock. The trouble, yeah, Hitchcock's right. Uh, Rear Window? No, it's not Rear Window. Rear Window is the one where the guy—that's the one that The Simpsons parodied, right? Yeah. When, when Bart breaks his leg, I've never seen that. No, there's a movie that takes place all within an—it's like within one apartment, and it's a murder mystery. It's called—they have a term for it. It's like a closed box mystery or something because it takes like nobody gets to leave. I've never seen Psycho. No. Nope. Uh, for murder. 
it might not be a Hitchcock movie. Another movie that's like that, that's really good, that takes place all within one... I think they might have a shot in a van. It was the first movie I ever picked for movie night, you know, 13 or 14 years ago, whatever that is now. Uh, and I can't remember the name of it all of a sudden. Fuck, True. I had it in my mind. Say, say, give that description again. Uh, I might have it. Hold on. Uh, but yes, Jim, and I haven't seen Psycho. I, I probably should just watch Psycho next time on my uh, on my bicicleta. It's called Wait Until Dark. It's a really great movie. I think it's Audrey Hepburn. It's about a blind woman uh, who lives alone, and then these guys are trying to rob her. It's oh, really yeah. it's really good. But it was I think it was the first movie I picked for movie night because. You guys are all way more like movie aficionados than I am, and I, I was I was young and like wanted to be impressive. I was like, oh, I'll pick this movie because I really like that movie. It's really good. I think the first movie I picked was uh, Run Lola Run. I like Run Lola Run. Uh, but yeah, wait, this is Panic Room. I don't think that's right. I can't. It's gonna bother me now that I can't think of what that movie is. But I, yeah. So as far as I know, Alan Arkin is Alan Arkin. Wait until dark. Is that what you're talking about? Man, Javin. Yeah. That makes, Ar- yeah, Arkin. That makes my heart really happy. Javin says, "Sorry, we're late." Katie and I were playing Rock Band. Oh man, I missed my I missed Rock Band. But go ahead. Uh yeah, Rolla picked Double Indemnity, which is an awesome movie. Uh, First movie to have a murder like that. But that's not. Hitchcock, but Double Indemnity. If you haven't seen Double Indemnity, is awesome. It's a. It's interesting that like Movie Night started out as trying to be like people picking movies they thought were like great pieces of film. Like it, it was this weird thing. Like people were almost trying to impress. We weren't necessarily trying to impress people, but it was. It was you were in a way. <laughs> we were all in our early twenties. Exactly. No, we were. We were picking this stuff. Schwad, I remember because. Rolo had talked about Double Indemnity before he picked it. Because I remember it was when I wanted to watch. So when he picked it, I was happy. Um, yeah, yeah, way back when. Yeah, yeah way back when. So I, I'm pretty sure that Jeff's first pick was... Uh, fuck, I'm, my brain is not working. It's a movie about punks and a haunted yeah. house. Oh, punks and a haunted house? I thought no, I was- god damn it. What is it? It wasn't. It wasn't uh, about the trash guys. It wasn't Emilio Estevez and what's his face and no. Charlie Sheen. Jeff's first pick. Oh, I just had the name of it too. So it's not Punk House. What was your first movie night pick? Wall of Beef. Second movie night pick. Duel. I picked. So Repo Man. Movie Thank you. Neil Estevez and uh, Charlie Sheen. I just had that in my head, and then it completely left. <laughs> Kibby, seems like you got to start your own chapter. Uh, no, seems like Jeff's done that... a good job of picking movies that I would never have thought to ever see in my Man, life. Man, I remember when Jeff picked The Cars That Ate Paris. I was like, I hate Jeff and his <laughs> stupid movie that he picked because it's dumb, and then ended up really liking The Cars That Ate Paris. That movie uh, is so weird. 
Punks in a haunted house. That's the perfect description of Repo Man. Where they're never inside. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, fuck. Yeah, like, there there have been some... um, because like I, I still distinctly remember watching Rumblefish for the first time. I didn't. I and, didn't get to see that one. And and it just like I don't know what it was about that movie, but like it just like washed over me, and I just like I just loved every minute of it. Um, one of my yeah, like one of my favorite ones was uh, your pick, uh, Little Drummer Boy. What's it called? Oh yeah, well Whiplash. Dude, that was. I'm so happy everyone's seen that movie now. That last that, scene in Whiplash, I I don't think we watched that in the summer. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But it was hot as hell. No, I just remember I was like, sweat like sweat was oh, yeah. coming down my forehead mm-hmm. during the last part of that movie where I was just. That movie's so good. I would if the people I know would leave the drum circle at home. <laughs> just throw the survey TV in there. Right in the middle of the drum circle. Uh, Ricochet with Denzel. What's what's Schwa talking about? That was uh, that's the your wife's pubic hair. That's uh, Denzel Washington versus uh, Dad from Third Rock from the Sun. John Lithgow. Yeah, uh, it, it's a movie that like Matt had in his head that he loved it. And then we watched it, and it was it was it was it was a fun movie. But I think he like he'd seen it when he was young, and there was yeah. like nudity and like yeah, the things that a young boy would be Schwab, like. This is the greatest movie ever. Schwab, what was your first pick? Uh, I remember what the what the like future kung fu movie with um, uh, <sighs> Christian Bale. Yeah, what is that movie? Uh, such an E Equilibrium. I remember Donnie talking that movie up real big. That's a Johnny and a half movie. Yeah, it is. And that movie sucks. Equilibrium can eat my butt. Uh, that may have been your first pick. The Schwatt, Sting? The sting. What is the we, watched, we watched The Sting super early on. What's The Sting? Remind me of The Sting. Doesn't help me at all. It's the uh, Robert Redford. He's the, the run of the con. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> I like the name rings a bell, but I can't listen. My favorite Robert Redford movie is a movie I picked for movie night, and it's called Sneakers. There's no better uh, Robert Redford movie. Yeah, it's it's, it's Redford Newman. They're it's old old timey uh, con game. They're trying to like uh, get this guy with money. Man, the second you see like the picture, you're like oh yeah, the Sting. Oh yes, yeah, okay. Got, yep, got Jaws guy in it. Yep, yep, yep. Have we ever watched Jaws for movie night? Oh yeah. I think we watched the 4K version at like Mike's house or something Man, like that. Jaws is Mike. Did you say it like that on purpose? Of course, Mike. Oh, Robbie Shaw. Uh, That's uh. But yeah, like that. Like again, like this. These are like the the early. There's a lot of the early days of movie night where prestige pictures like The Sting that most people knew about and had like a, a certain um, like a certain kind of gravitas that came with them already. It's so when, so when someone picked like the like the movie I'd never heard of before and it, it, it just added like a, an instant element of, holy shit, I've never, never heard of this thing before. Like that was, 
there, there were there were a lot fewer of those in the beginnings of of movie night than there are now, where all we seem to do is just pick random shit that no one's heard of. I'd watch Fool Hall Junkies. I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, that's what QB says. If I come to movie night, I'm bringing Pool Hall Junkies. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I I'm I think I'm probably notorious in our group for being the most forgetful one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trickster being a prime example. Mm-hmm. Like this huge character, this pivotal movie from your youth that you're just like remember so it's much. It's not you guys. I I can't tell if people are trolling me at this point or not. It's informed your life. It's not a pivotal movie from my <laughs> life. Matt brought it down to my dad's one time when we watched that movie. What's it called? Cyber scan? What is it? Brain scan. Brain scan. It's with the kid from Terminator 2. What's his name? Eddie Hall? No, that's a weightlifter. What's his, what's his name? Uh, Ed Furlong? Yes. It's So it's Edward Furlong. And the things that I, I completely... I'd seen the movie once in my life. But I had completely blanked out an entire character from that movie called The Trickster. And he's like larger than life he was supposed to be mm-hmm. like the new freddy krueger and i just there were interviews, I, there were interviews on like e it's him in character it was great i what <laughs> i am brain scan adam quote but yeah it has turned into this thing of like <laughs> because the the other one that i've been able to troll schwat with many times he doesn't fall for it anymore is uh the thing, the thing? Mm-hmm. where that <laughs> that was a movie where I couldn't remember if I'd ever seen it before or not. Um, yeah, I, it, I, I, I will say those first, those first few picks, me, I'm not going to respond. I almost did. Um, those first few picks, and then the last one that I had that I did for best of the decade were probably the most like worried I'd been starting a movie because it's like. Especially like 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 picking like my first one for like first couple for movie night like the, the amount of pressure I was putting on myself like walking around like the yeah. aisles at Best Buy like oh my god, oh my god I have to be cool oh my god. like it was yeah I've never known I've never had a moment at movie night where I didn't know what to do until my best of the decade <laughs> and then Nick got up to go have a cigarette and it was just like <laughs> like and, and then the worst part about it was like. I don't think Rolo or Matt had seen uh, Hereditary. And so nobody wanted to make it obvious either because you can't... Well, I'm not going to spoil Hereditary, but there's a moment in Hereditary that is pretty Mm -hmm. important to the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. And our buddy Nick just got up like he's never seen this movie and he gets up to go have a cigarette. You can't go like, Nick, you're going to want to stick around. So everybody just let him go. And I remember just sitting there like, I don't just know. Staring like oh I don't God. know what to do. <laughs> that, but I've never had a, move, a moment like that where it was just like, "What do we? What do we do? We just <laughs> let, okay. We're just gonna let him go. I All guess, right, see you later, bud. <laughs> All right, I guess you're just walking away in the middle of a movie you've never seen before. <laughs> but that one, I wasn't anxious for my best of the decade because I knew most people had seen it and I also knew if you didn't like the movie Hereditary you're a brain dead moron so you know <laughs> alright should we quit uh, should we quit torturing Kibby and, and move on from just 
movie night specific chat sure it's nine twenty. yes and then that's true it was like javin says then he meaning nick had a streak of like streak of like three or four movies <laughs> leaving during yeah he it was like three or four movies where he just left during an important scene and it's just become it, a joke now it's how movies are constructed like that's the generic but also most movies you can figure out like you know like the joke now because i'm always running upstairs to make chips and cheese during movie night but most movies you can pretty much figure out like all right i don't need any of this Mm-hmm. Like you can figure out like this is when I can go to the bathroom essentially. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know this shit. All right, let's move on to Rob's random topic. I already forgot what it was. Uh there's two of them because I made a mistake. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh so we have one we have one segment on our podcast. It's mm-hmm. called Rob's random topic. The way that it works is that once a week, Dan or myself will text our friend Rob on a group chat demanding around a random topic. Uh, the rule of Rob's random topic is first thought, best thought, which means whatever comes into Rob's head first is what he has to text us. So he doesn't have any predetermined lists or anything like that. It might be a boring topic. It might be wildly entertaining. We don't know. And we accidentally... <coughs> admit, Jesus Christ, that sounded like a fucking shotgun. Everybody's Okay. <laughs> We, uh, oh, I forgot I sent you the Sonic GIF annoyed, but I didn't mean to send it to you guys. I went and sent it. Whatever. Uh, so I forgot that last week we didn't do Rob's random topic. So in a panic today, I asked him for one and Rob responded and then reminded me that we didn't do last week's. So we might end up doing two. Uh, Rob said, choose three sports movies to leave from existence forever. Please and thank you. I don't, I don't know if I can name three sports movies. Uh, what, I, think I, I think I asked you that immediately. I'm like, can you? <laughs> what's that one with Wesley Snipes where he has a stalker? I remember hating that movie. The, the fan? fan? Yeah, the fan. That's okay. So I got one. Okay. Three so, okay, okay. sports so movies. So we'll, 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 we'll combine. So the fan. Uh, I. I don't remember anything about the fan. I just so remember fine. not liking it. I remember um, thinking it was going to be dark and gritty. And watching it and just thinking it was awful. What? Uh, Three sports movies to delete from existence forever. What's like uh, Bruce Willis? I've never seen Rudy. Big J says like Mike. What do you mean? Um, what the fuck is like Mike? Like Mike. Now Kibby and. Yeah, I'll give it as you want, man. What did you want, a man? It's uh, a, a, a guy a dressing up as a woman to play basketball. Hmm. <laughs> There's a movie with a little Bow Wow? I like Jerry Maguire. I'm not adding Jerry Maguire. Fucking Zeus Clusters. Uh, I, I haven't seen Jerry Maguire since I was probably like, when did that movie come out? <laughs> so I was probably like 13. That's a good movie. Uh, you, uh, we could go last Boy Scout. I think there. I think there's technically sports in that. It's hockey, right? No, it's football. No, the last Boy Scout with Bruce Willis. That's hockey. But you put uh, 
Uh, Dan Wayne's is holding a football on the cover. No, it's hockey. I swear to Christ, that's hockey. And it's like the Boston Bruins or something. Yeah, like Mike looks really bad. A politician and the owner of a pro football team. No, it's hockey, Dan. Oh, okay. What's the hockey movie? With, uh... I'm just going to ask Google that. What's the the hockey movie? movie? There's a lot. Uh, Indian uh, Indian horse. Man, there's a lot of bad sports movies. Any given Sunday was weird for me when I first saw it, Javin, just because I I thought I liked it because I was like I saw it when it first came out in theaters and it was like, whoa, this is so edgy. They're like, Jimmy Fox is cool. They're doing drugs and oh my god, a guy got his eye knocked out. Football, football, football. Um. So I, I can't I can't delete that one. I'm thinking um, of Sean Claude Van Damme. It's called Sudden, yeah, Sudden Death. Death. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he gets in that as a goal at one point. <laughs> I don't know. How, uh, I don't remember that movie to know. The only movie I can answer is The Fan. I can't get rid of Air Bud just because they found a loophole where it do- they, nothing says a dog can't play basketball, football, probably drive a NASCAR at, I, you know. We watched a movie with the kids this summer at the cabin about a dog that plays soccer, and it was really bad. It was it was worthy of being on How'd This Get Made because it would be hysterical to listen to them talk about. Slapshot? Was it... I can't remember Slapshot. Was it... Uh, maybe that was like an Airbud Air movie. No, it was. It didn't have anything to do with Airbud. Slapshot? Yeah, I'll get, I'll get rid of Summer Catch... I don't, I don't need Freddie Prince Jr. I've never seen Slapshot. Paul Newman? Never, that's a, never that's seen a, that in my life. You're not Canadian, I guess. Made $28 million. Dollars. Summer Catch has a top three pool scene. Pool is in swimming, swimming pool? Wait, swimming it's, pool or pool like billiards pool? No, no, it's a swimming pool. It's on the cover. It's for, like I see Freddie Prince Jr. kissing Jessica Biel in a pool. Never seen this movie. Jessica Biel got a buy that doesn't. Have play. I just never seen this movie? Catch is off the list. It's back in. Have okay. I? Yeah, Jessica Biel's got a bod. Have I just never seen any sports movies? There's a good chance. Like I don't. You didn't like sports enough to Wa- want to watch them. Waterboy. Sports movie. Mighty Ducks. Back in. Mighty never Ducks left. two. Never left. Those are sports Wait. movies I've seen. Yeah. Dan, you'll right. want that back in. Summer Catch. Yeah. Uh, it's, back. it's back. Don't worry. It's back. I just thought of another one, and then it totally left my brain when I was naming movies. Whatever. Rockies are sports movies. Good, good call, Javin. Ah, I've seen a bunch of sports movies. I like. Uh, I liked some of the Rockies. Rocky, the original Rocky was really great. Uh, so yeah, I guess, I guess we're only getting rid of the fan. We did it. We're only getting rid of the fan. You said the fan. That's, I think you know, I've never seen like Mike, but I'm fine getting rid of that. That looked like garbage. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. We're gonna go with Juana Man, like Mike, and the fan. Fuck! I did have another one in my head that I thought you guys would all think I was really cool for thinking of. Major, Major League, League Three. I've never seen Major League, League is awesome. Uh, I think it is that movie. I wonder if that movie ages well. 
I feel like that movie could be like really sexist and homophobic nowadays. Caddyshack 2 is weird. I've never seen Caddyshack 2. Is Caddyshack 2 weird in the way that The Wizard of Oz 2 is weird? No, oh, it's Schwat, the- that was it. It was uh, the the Warrior or Warrior, whatever that dumbass Red MMA Belt. movie. Huh? Red Belt. What? Red Belt? It's not called Red Belt. Are you drunk? Well, there's a movie called Red Belt. It's called- that was the one movie that I missed. And everyone hated Red Belt. Tom Hardy so MMA movie. Oh, Warrior. Warrior. It's Warrior. awful. That movie sucks ass. That Okay, that's on my list. Uh, okay, so Red, Red Belt is on my list. I've never seen it. Red um, Belt? Red Belt movie. It's a, a dumb, terrible movie that I've never seen. But it's a David Mamet. Who's movie. David Mamet? He did like Glengarry Gun Ross. Huh. He's a he's a ABC. I didn't hate Shell and Soccer. That, that, was, that was just a fun little uh, a fun little movie. Shell and Soccer. Shell and Soccer was fun. What uh, what about Bend It Like Beckham? I've never seen that movie. That that was fine. That was a nice little like coming of age, just kind of uh, teen drama. So I have two movies on my list: The Warrior and The Fan. So maybe I just don't like sports movies that start with the word "the." Warrior ain't that, that was, bad. It's I hated it. I didn't. I don't think I finished it. I think I stopped at a scene where Tom Hardy is yelling at somebody outside of a house. You got. You got. You know that Schwat could beat you in a fight. You should not be disagreeing with him, right? He care. is the better warrior of the two of you. I'll fight Schwat any day. He'll beat me. He'll take you down. I don't. I'm still gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I'll win. I'll fight him though. I'm just saying I'm not I'm gonna I'm not gonna back down from things I believe. And I believe that movie sucked. It doesn't have I'm not listen, I'm not Rookie of the Year should not be eliminated. Funky, yeah, why do you keep funky, naming these movies? Funky Butt Lovin'? No, soccer rookie of the year. Let's get out of here. I'm not getting on some dumbass Joe Rogan soapbox where I'm like, the fighting's not real enough or whatever stupid MMA complaints people have about that movie. It's a bad movie. It's boring. It doesn't make any sense. It's a stupid movie. I've lost all my skills. Wait, you could still for sure beat me up. 100%. Let's let's just get together. We'll wear masks, but we'll fight. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Graydon Hoser? I don't know what that is, Big J. Let's play some baseball. Oh, Rolos is just stirring the pot. Is Harry Potter a sports movie? I don't know. I've never. I've only seen the fourth Harry Potter movie, and it was because I was dating my wife at the time, and I just wanted to do more things with her. Uh, you heat up the ice cubes, hot ice, garden hoser. I don't know what Big J is talking about. I think he got hacked. <laughs> um. Okay. So it's Red Belt. Garden hoser. Oh, it's a line from Rookie of the Year. I don't remember that line at all. We're blowing it. Bring in Garden Hoser. Man. I'm not going to say Cars is a sports movie. Is Cars a sports movie? I've never seen Cars. <laughs> Jeff, Wallaby really adamant about Red Belt. Man, I remember being like so Long sad. because like Red For whatever Belt reason, like I had missed a single movie night. And I had to miss this one. And I showed up at the very end. And you guys were so upset that you had just watched. Like, everyone was so mad. 
that they had just watched Red Belt. I've and I'm like, never. I'm like, thank God I was not here for this. I've never heard you guys mention Red Belt. I think the two worst movies we've ever watched, The Net and uh-huh. Book of Hedgehog. In Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider is probably included in that list now. It's either that or a, ru- a runner-up. Book of Henry was the least... It was the most enjoyable of the three only because it was so stupid and not... It was it was so dumb where, like, the net and... Uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, Ghost Rider were boring. They're all movies that are so bad you can't even make fun of them. Like, that's say... You know, there are movies that are bad but they're fun to watch, like The Room... Mm-hmm. But this, those movies were not that. They were just no. abysmal. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen this movie, but it was a teacher was playing it for a half hour while I was in her class one day, and I could tell I fucking hated it. So my number three is going to be what Schwat just said, The Blind Side. So my list, oh. my list is The Fan. It is. It's all movies that start with the sports movies that start with the suck. <laughs> the Blind Side. The Fan, and The Warrior. That's my list. Three movies. Get rid of them. I've never seen Days of Thunder. Uh, The Ringer is the movie with Johnny Knoxville and he tries to participate in the Special Olympics. That movie movie probably sucks. I can't put that on the list just because he got... Like, he worked with the Special Olympics. and like, like, So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it in that regard in that he... Like if it was just him making that movie out of like out of out of a place of meanness, then one hundred percent get you know. But I but I think he genuinely like tried to make a movie that was like caring and and like tried to work with the people in the community to make it. Let's so I'll just, give him points for that. Let's just say bad bad grandpa and call it even. That movie looked like it was terrible. Oh god, yeah, I didn't, never saw that one. <sighs> Days uh, of Thunder. What's Days of Thunder? That's a uh, Tom Cruise uh, NASCAR movie. There's a Tom Cruise NASCAR movie. Yeah, it was, like it was bad, like early Tom Cruise movies. Uh, I forget where I was, where I heard this in like a YouTube video, but are about him becoming the best at something, like, like yeah, like like Top Gun or Days of Thunder, like the, all these movies. Like it's it's about Tom Cruise becoming the greatest of a thing. Weird. Uh, but so I'm just gonna go. The only one I'm picking is Red Belt because I've never seen it. And I've only heard it's terrible. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm picking one. I'm gonna pick three. Okay. Uh what are your three favorite sports movies? I don't, I don't even know. Uh like Ma- Major League is great. It's Top Gun with Wheels. Yeah. What was the movie we watched about uh is it is, it might literally just be called Miracle on Ice? It's just called Miracle. Miracle. That movie yeah. was really good. Yeah, yeah, Miracle's a good movie. I think as, I, a, as a as a as a Canadian, I'm less invested in it. <laughs> uh, I think my three favorite sports movies would probably have to be like, if you're just basing on the amount of times I've seen them, it would for sure two out of my three would be Mighty Ducks. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and Major League. Okay. I've seen both those movies a bunch of times. I don't know what my third one would be. Waterboy. Uh, Ru- Rudy's really good. Uh, I've never seen Rudy. 
Plus right on that. Oh, yeah. Happy Gilmore. Okay. No, fuck Waterboy. Happy Gilmore. We'll count that yeah. as a sports movie. Yeah, if you're picking a Sandler sports movie, you're going Happy, Happy Gilmore, Gilmore is probably my number one sports movie of all time. Um, I quoted it just today to somebody at my building. Shouldn't have been standing there. Oh, Rocky won. Fuck. That's just like a genuinely great movie. Yeah. <sighs> It's, it's, it's interesting, like, I, I went back when I first got, like, the Super Disney Plus thing that had uh, uh, ESPN and Hulu in it. I watched some of the... Which one's Rocky for? Is that Russians? Yeah, yeah, that's him versus Drago. Okay, okay. Um, and I watched the 30 for 30s. Those, those necessarily aren't, those aren't, like, sports movies. Those, I guess those are more sports documentaries or, like, sports, like, like adjacent movies. But there's some of those that are just so unbelievably like excellent, just telling uh, telling just like the true story, just in uh, the thirty for thirties. Yeah, just in documentary style. Um, I I think like, 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 like Schwad has his Rudy and Man tears. Like there's one on. I think it it it, it probably hurt or it didn't hurt, but like, it probably hit me more because I'm Canadian. But there's one on on Terry Fox and yeah. that is that one was heart wrenching. Just that this you know, that's it was it was yeah. You've talked about me you've talked about that to me a number of times. Into, into the wind, I think is that is that thirty for thirty? The only thirty for thirty I ever watched was the one about the guy who quit football to smoke weed. That's not actually what he did. Uh partially. Yeah, I think uh my adult Best top three sports movies is probably Rocky One, mm-hmm. Creed, mm-hmm. and uh, the other one that I said, Happy Gilmore. Okay. Because yeah, of- like for for as much as Creed was just Rocky One again, just told differently, and like a uh, it's it's great. What's the you know the other one is the I think it's just called Rocky Balboa. Mm-hmm. The one or before Creed? Fuck, if I know. Uh oh, you know what? Okay, hold on. I don't want to. I want to come back to Javin's thing, but yeah, okay. it wasn't as good of a movie as Rocky One or Creed, in my opinion. But there is a moment in I think it's Rocky Balboa that impacted me more than any moment in the other two movies I mentioned, Rocky One and Creed, where yeah. he is making the speech to his son. It's the one where his, you find out his wife is dead, and he's making that speech to his son. It's just called Balboa, Kibby says. He's making that speech to his son about, like, this is what life is. Like, you get fucking hit, you get knocked down, and you get the fuck back up. Like, it, even now, it gives me chills. It's just such a, it's such a powerful scene where you just feel like Stallone is actually channeling, like, his real-life experience. Like, yeah, this is what happens the the exchange for you not dying early is that you get to live a full life, but like you have like you have to take some fucking hits. Mm-hmm. So take it on the chin and deal with it. It's just that moment in that movie made me well up. It's just such a powerful moment, and I think it's more powerful than any moment in in any of the other Rockies or Creeds. Although I haven't I, seen I th- Creed two, I think it speaks to how much Stallone loves the character and the world that. It inhabits that Balboa and then Creed were so much better than they had any right to be. Because it's like 
like old man Rocky in Balboa. Like, what? Why should that work? But it does. It, but it does. But it does. Uh, Big J says thoughts on all those football movies that came out like ten or fifteen years ago. Remember the Titans? Oh, eh. I've never seen. It. I've never seen any of those. Uh, Feel the that. dreams. Big J, I have also never seen Feel the Dreams. I feel like I have, but I haven't. I've never seen that movie. I've just heard so much about it. Yeah, I, don't, I, I watched it a few times growing up. Uh, it's a, it's it's a good movie. Like it's 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 a nice like just Is like that family Kevin story. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you know. I'm sure. I'm almost certain. I've seen that movie in chunks on daytime television on like a Saturday, but I've never sat down and watched that movie. Um, Rush was good. We watched that was Matt's pick for his favorite of the decade. Oh, Rush was really good. It wouldn't make my top three, but I really enjoyed that movie. Yep, Rush was good. Um, so yeah, Schwat just said it again, but I wanted to come back to it. Javin said it earlier. The wrestler. Uh-huh. I only ever saw that once in theaters, and I remember I really liked it, and I've just never gotten around to watching it again. It's it's that weird thing sometimes with uh, fuck, I can't think. Of, I can't think of his name. The guy who makes those movies. Uh, Danny, no, not Danny Boyle. Uh, uh fuck! What is his name? He made Black Swan. Yeah, one of them will say it. Um, soon. doesn't it start with a D? Aronofsky, Darren Aronofsky, Darren yes. Aronofsky. Where it's like, I don't know if I need to see it again. Like, because they, I they, they, see they... Oh, mother. <laughs> but I, but like, I, I can get why you wouldn't want to go back to some of his movies immediately. Because they, they can... Did he do Requiem? Can... Yeah. Do you remember me texting you after the second time I watched it? Mm-hmm. I watched Requiem for a Dream when I was like 17. I was like pretty heavily using drugs at the time and watched that movie and was like, I don't ever want to see this movie again. And then ended up loving Aronofsky's movies. Like The Fountain is one of my favorite movies I've ever seen mm-hmm. or that's ever been made. Uh, I love Black Swan. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I told Dan, Black I was Swan. like, all right, I'm going to watch. It's been a long time, so I don't remember a bunch of it. I'm going to try watching Requiem for a Dream again because I have this new appreciation for Aronofsky and maybe I'll have a new appreciation for that movie. And I watched it and texted Dan immediately after like, that was a huge mistake. I fucking, <laughs> and I was like, even now I forget a lot of that movie, but I know because I texted Dan instantly afterwards, like, I don't ever want to watch that movie again. I don't know why I did, because that's how I felt after the first time I watched it, but mm-hmm. that, fuck that movie. What was the movie that he made that was really bad about the Bible? Mother. No, he made another oh, movie. Oh, 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 Noah. 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 And that was supposed to be, like, god-awful. All right, well, like, Mother is literally the Bible as well. Mother... I don't think I ever want to watch it again. I think for a while I wanted to watch it again. But, you know, and maybe it is just 2020, but Mother is too stressful. <laughs> that movie... That's not what it is for the last half. It's that just movie stressed me the fuck out. Even in the beginning when you don't know what the fuck is happening. You're like, what is... Because eventually you pick up on it that it's a Bible mm-hmm. allegory. But, like, at first you're like, what is happening? I don't know. That whole movie was stressful to me. And there's a scene in there where there are these people who are like sitting on a counter and they're like, they shouldn't be sitting on the counter. And that's all I'm going to say. It made me so angry. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, Foxcatcher. I've never seen the Foxcatcher documentary was really good, but I haven't seen Foxcatcher with uh, Steve Carell and Handsome Man. Oh, I can't think of his name right now. Magic Mike Man. Cinderella Man is not terrible. What's Cinderella Man? Uh, It's another boxing movie um, about uh, a gladiator guy, Robert uh, Richard. uh, Fuck. Who's the guy, Gladiator? Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe. I forget which which boxer it is, but it's it's a period piece. It's, it's pretty good. Oh, you know what movie I still to this day own? Uh, I think I own like a Criterion collection or something of it, and it's 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 still in its plastic wrap. I bought it mm-hmm. and I never watched it. Is mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's a it's about Rocky Marciano, I think. It's like a, like a documentary. No, it's De Niro, and he's a boxer. Oh yeah, that's all, yeah, that's also a very good movie. What movie is that? Uh, somebody will say it in chat. You can go pee. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, uh. but I bought I bought it, and I've never I've never watched it. I bought this like fancy collection version. Raging Bull is that about Rocky Marciano? I've never seen it, and I own it. I can see it. It's sitting right there. It's still in this plastic wrap, and I just don't. I've never, I've never carved out the chunk of time to try and watch it. One of my favorite sports things ever. Sports night. Sports, sports night. Sports collection. night is great. Uh, what's his name? Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Uh, Rolo says, oh man, I forgot about Raging Bull. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Somebody tell me if it's about Rocky. What? It's inspired by a real life uh, boxer. Which boxer is Raging Bull about? Uh, Jake LaMotta. Um, <laughs> Rolo, that's such a good typo. <laughs> oh, what did he type? Schwat <laughs> mentions the hustler. Rolo says the hustler is a poop movie, and then he instantly comments, "Pool!" with four exclamation points. <laughs> that, that got me good. I love typos. Jake uh, Jake Lamont. I, I was thinking one of the better uh, <clears throat> what's it called uh, sports documentaries. Um. Is uh, when we were kings. That's about uh, Ali versus uh, mm, George a, Foreman. That's a great that's, documentary. It's so good. Um, you know what other one? It's the documentary is fine, but it's it's probably the maybe the best sports opening or the best opening to a sports documentary ever is. Uh, mm-hmm. Hold on, I gotta look up the name of it. I think it's, yeah, it's just Tyson. If you haven't seen the opening of Mike Tyson's documentary, mm-hmm. it's him explaining, have you ever seen it? I don't think so. Him explaining uh, the way he is when he walks out to the ring is he's just a madman. 
I'm not going to play the whole thing because we. I feel like we could get a copyright strike for it, but... You are correct. The Andre the Giant uh, HBO documentary is really cool, too. That's really, that's really that's really neat. Oh, yeah. The Andre the Giant HBO documentary is great. We watched it for movie night. Yeah. <laughs> is this it? You've never seen this where he's like, I'm undefeatable. I'm a god. <laughs> there are a lot of boxing movies, Schwat. Like, after I've noticed now we started bringing up boxing movies, there's a ton of boxing movies. This isn't it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll watch that tomorrow at 3000. The Tyson documentary? Yeah. The, it's just... I don't remember the documentary. I mean, the documentary is cool, especially if you're a fight fan, but the opening of it where he explains his psychology going into the ring is it's just something else. Um, um, let's see. So I haven't, I haven't seen the hustler yet. Maybe I'll watch that next. On my bike. You guys choose. It's either Psycho or The Hustler. Because I feel like I need to watch. Because I've always wanted to watch Color of Money. But I should probably just watch The Hustler. At least first. I feel like you should watch The Hustler. Uh, Psycho seems like a movie that should be... I don't know if you should watch it on your bike. I don't know. Because I might get scared and want to leave? Yes. Uh, one that I've always wanted to watch that I've never seen is The Color of Money. I've always wanted to watch that. Have you seen The Hustler? No. Who's in The Hustler? Oh, okay. Paul Newman. Uh, as far as I know... Paul Newman is just playing his same character in the color funny. Oh really? Oh, but the hustler's like way earlier. Yeah, yeah, sixty one. But the color of money's not like a sequel, right? I don't know, actually. Hmm. Um Kibby says pool movies are always good. Uh No, I was just, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like I couldn't, pay, if I was riding a bike, I couldn't pay a ton, enough attention to Psycho. If that was me, I'd want to watch, I'd want to watch something that I don't have to pay a ton of attention to, I guess. Well, I, I guess, I guess kind of like the nice thing is that I'm forced to sit there and stare at it. Yeah, like, I suppose. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't really look away. Don't you have to pay attention to your Peloton commands though? Aren't they, aren't they barking orders at you? No, it never says anything to me. Doesn't it tell you like how hard to bike or things like that when you're biking around those islands, or do you just bike at a consistent speed? I just bike. Like it's, I I have a distance. Like I select the road I want to go. Um, like it might be like 15 miles, and at some points, you know, it's it's usually between like six and nine hundred feet of elevation. Um, and so I just kind of bike around. I, like along the road, and then at some point I'll hit you know the uphill, and the bike acts like it's on the uphill. Um, 
but it, it's never like yelling at me to go faster. It's, okay. it's like Peloton, like Peloton is literally you're in a spin class where it's just you're staring at a dude on a bike and, and it's he like, yells okay, at you. That's out. the spin class. Yeah, go hard out. Okay, go slow. Like, because you're literally just, it's just a workout class. So it is doing that. No, that's a Peloton. I'm not, I'm, I'm just hanging out on my bike, bike around an island. What do you have? I thought you had a Peloton. No, my bike is just on top of a, a it's called a. Yeah, what's the uh, robot you a, have? A, a bike trainer. Uh, I forget. I forget the model of mine. Okay. Like a Peloton is just like a physical, like a physical bike. But doesn't yours hook up to an app? Yeah, it's called Zwift. Okay. Uh, did I tell you? I, Island, I totally stopped. I totally stopped using my uh, HRV robot. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Know, I couldn't remember if we talked about that in person or on the podcast. But I've. Compl- I completely gave that up. It was. It was a fun experiment. But it ultimately started to be, I don't know, it was weird. It would just be like, I'd have like three rest days in a row. And then I would do it and it would be like, oh, you should have no physical activity today. And in the beginning of it, it was like, it seemed to line up with how I felt. And then it started to be just like, I felt great. And it was like, no, don't do anything. And I was like, well, I don't want to just skip like six days in a row of not working out because this stupid thing. So I just stopped. The only thing I use heart rate monitor for now is like uh, if I do jump rope, I try to make sure that my heart rate goes up and then I go back down to recovery and then I go up and I go like that's all I'm trying to do there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rolo says I watched The Color of Money a month ago. It didn't hold up a ton. Okay. Uh, it is the same character. Fast Eddie. You do not need to watch the holler, the hustler to watch the color money. But yeah, that's, that's the 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 nice thing about the um the the bike thing on this uh, as if I'm you know bike around New York or whatever the fuck I'm doing on it. Um, it's it's me versus like me, like I'm not like it's not it's not trying to make me go any harder. Like it's it's not it's not trying to like force me to. Do you wear a heart um, rate monitor? I just, I just I just am. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like if I'm like when I hit like the because on on most of the routes that I, that I like to do, it'll it'll be like I don't know fourteen fifteen miles for like the if I just if I'm only going for like an hour, it'll be pretty flat for for like the. Like a good. What's pretty flat? Your heart rate or the the elevation the, you're biking at? The the roads. The road the roads would be, be pretty flat. There might be like a you know it might be like a two percent or like a or like a three percent or like okay. a negative two, um, for like the first nine miles or so, and then there'll be like a two mile of like uphill where all of a sudden like it'll gain like five hundred or six hundred feet, and those I. Like I like I try and push hard, but man, those are like those are fucking hard. Like going uphill for that long, like I'm like I'll be at like 180 all of a sudden sometimes. Oh I'll, damn, 180! Like, I'll, I'll be like pushing really really hard, like 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 doing like a ton of wattage and like and then like I'll, I'll have to back off, but like I'll just I'll I'll really try and crank on those because those they'll time you for like uh for that section of the map. So like you you could you can get like a a time that it in like the last 30 days it'll have like your 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 times for doing that climb okay and so like i can try and like fight against myself if i want to 
Yeah. I'm nowhere near like the like the fucking like the best people on there are doing the, some of these things in like seven and a half minutes. They're full yeah, of I'm steroids. At, I'm at like twelve and a half or you're, something like that. You're natty, baby. They're full of steroids. Oh yeah, they're they're juicing on the bike because there's no one watching them. Uh this summer it I mean this is pretty good for like just for me. But this summer when I was doing more cardio like all the time, what I was doing was I was able to I would do an exercise. So I would do mm-hmm. like push-ups to failure, right? Like I can't do any more push-ups. And then I would get up and I would jump rope for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then I would take a 35 second break and my heart rate would never go over like 160, 165. Mm-hmm. And in in the 35 seconds, my heart rate would dip back down to like 120 or 125, which is like, it's just really good recovery. It's just really good yeah. for your whole like circulatory system and it's nowhere near that now now i'll do because i'm not jump roping like i was jump roping like almost every day mm-hmm. now i do it like once a week and it's like i'll do 30 seconds and my heart rate like jumps to 160 or 170 and then it'll still recover pretty quickly i'll take 30 seconds off so i do 30 mm-hmm. and 30 I'll take 30 seconds off and it'll drop to like 130, but by the end of my 10 minutes, it'll be, it'll drop to like 145. It doesn't drop as quick. But when I was doing that shit every day, it was crazy how quick I could recover. I also got shingles this summer (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think it was because I was pushing myself too hard by doing like weighted exercise, strength exercises and jump roping instantly after and taking like minor rests. That like that was the I remember like the first time I did one of these hills like it it caught me off guard how not good I am at biking like or like I like I I knew I wasn't like elite level but holy fuck like it's like not even like not even close uh but yeah it's a uh, it's 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 fun to just get on the stupid thing and sweat like an idiot for like on Saturday, I'll probably try, I'll probably bike for like an hour and 30 or an hour and 40 minutes or something like that, depending on how, how, how quick I, how quick I do it. But yeah. Sorry. I had a weird email. Um, yeah, I'm glad you still enjoy doing that. I would jump rope more. I just don't, you know, in the summer we just have more time Mm -hmm. at work. I just don't. I don't have that much time. I don't know if Big Jay's in here, but I got a heavy day with him tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, all my emails are weird. I've never in my life done quad extensions before. Do you know what quad extensions are? You sit on you sit on a machine, and you push your legs up, and it's weighted. Oh, that what so, those are called? So all of the, you know, it's like you're basically using all the muscles in your in your quads. <laughs> Big Jason's sure. about to fuck up, fuck our legs up. I've just, I've never done them in my life, and I have discovered I love them. So you hold like you hold on to the machine down here, and you just like go ham. And the thing with quad extensions, at least that Big J has taught me. So according to Big J, is you just Every time you're going to failure on them. And so at a certain point you get to this you get to this point where like you get an extension up and then you take a two second break. And then you like barely get another one up, 
but like it's I don't know how to describe it, but it's such a good, awful pain that you get in your quads and then like you can't walk after. But the, it feels so good in your quads. I have no I don't know what it is about flexing your quad that hard that feels good, but it does. It's become oh, like yeah. it's become like my new favorite thing is just doing those and hate like hate loving it. Mm-hmm. And that, that that's kind of how it is with with the hills and these things where it's like I, I I know they're coming and I get a little excited and then I'm like eight minutes into it and be like fuck there's three minutes left of this yeah. shit like but then like I get up there and like I'll just kind of coast for a little bit after that you know because there's usually a nice downhill afterwards so I'm just kind of just I'll just kind of just slowly pedaling along. And I just kind of, oof, oof. And like, it, it feels good to be done, but man, it's like, it's, it's such a, it's a treat. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. It's like I was saying last week, I know that I get obsessive about stuff, uh, especially stuff that has a lot of novelty, like things that are new, but this kind of lifting heavier stuff is, is definitely new to me, but I'm really liking it. So we're, we'll do squats tomorrow too, which those are fun. Not as fun as deadlifts. I really like deadlifts. And I really miss going to the gym and doing deadlifts. <laughs> and right now, I can only do them with my kettlebells at home, which I max out at about uh, like 70 pounds, which is like nothing for a deadlift. So that's a bummer. But hopefully soon. How do you deadlift kettlebells? Is it just about the positioning? Yeah. What I actually do. Oh, yeah. okay. So I have, I have... 70 pounds in kettlebells and they all have handles on them. Uh, and then I have a, like a bar essentially that I put them on. So I'll, I'll start with like just one kettlebell. Uh, and and that's not on the bar, but finally I load them all onto the bar. So I'm still doing like a bar deadlift. Uh, but it's 70 pounds for a deadlift is nothing. Like you don't, you don't really feel it in your back the same way where like if you're doing a, a heavier deadlift when you stand up your you know your traps and your lats have to pull down and it just feels really yeah. good yeah like, like you, you could go to work and find a heavier box yeah to, like <laughs> yeah uh but i think uh we'll see what they updated to but the people in the district said that we couldn't use the school facilities which is where i go to work out because it's free mm-hmm we couldn't use them until I think it's like December 22nd or some random date. So hopefully in a few weeks, I'll be able to go back there and start deadlifting again. Yeah. That'd be neat. That'd be neat. I think I'm going to wrap stuff up. I've been yawning a lot. Yawn, yawn. You have anything else to talk about? You trolled me. You said there was one thing I thought you were actually going to talk about, and you ended up not talking about it. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to bring it up. I don't give a shit about it at all. Yeah, fuck, fuck the Paul brothers. That's all. <laughs> I, like it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Uh, I don't Is remember he even, how that. Find the weaker one. I don't remember how that came up, but it was Dan brought it up in a text message or something that. Mayweather's gonna box John Paul or whatever one didn't just fight. I think it's Jake, but I can't remember. I think Jake's the one that just fought and knocked out the other dude. It's John Paul is the other one, I think. 
Logan. He's Lo- fighting Logan. Logan Paul. Whatever. It doesn't bother me. But it does it also doesn't it doesn't interest me at all. The only thing that interests me about it is that Floyd Mayweather is still figuring out ways to make tons and tons of money because a bunch of people are going to buy it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Floyd Mayweather also does a really good job. He he did a really good job with uh, Conor McGregor, and I, bu- I bought it hook, line, and sinker where he, he makes you think uh, this is not something that I have a thought I have developed on my own uh, morning combat, the guy's that do that if if anybody ever wants to watch morning combat they just pointed out how good floyd has always been at making it seem like his opponents have a chance to beat him and then people tune in because they want to see him lose and floyd makes them believe that they have a there's and like i totally fell for it on conor mcgregor Mm -hmm. that conor mcgregor might beat him uh but yeah a bunch of people will buy this oh yeah but I don't know. It just it's doesn't. It, I'm not curious about it at all. So I don't really have anything to say about it. I thought I thought you were actually going to bring it up. No, I completely forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> With all the fight stuff I listen to, I can't forget about it. But yeah, I don't care. No, I'm I just, yeah, yeah, I've I just been fast forwarding. I mean, people are talking about it because it's two very famous people. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I am really interested in UFC 256 that's happening. I can't remember the numbers. Davison Figueredo uh, is fighting a Mexican fighter. I can't think of his name. Moreno. Moreno. Thank you. Um, I'm really interested in that. Ferguson. I'm. Yeah, Tony Ferguson uh, is always amazing to watch Mackenzie he's Dern fighting Oliveira Mackenzie Dern I'm always interested in because she is very fun to watch I am not interested in Dos Santos versus Cyril Gain um, I am interested in uh, Kevin Holland he had a great knockout just a few weeks ago a few months ago maybe okay. he had a really great knockout uh, against Jacare uh Cub Swanson and Daniel Pineda should be a lot of fun. Uh, but that's on the undercard. And Gavin Tucker, Billy, uh, I can't think of how to say his last name, Quarantillo. And then I don't care about Tisha Torres. Uh, oh, Chase Hooper's fighting on the early prelims. Man, why is that so far down? Do you remember who Chase Hooper is? I don't. Chase Hooper is like, he looks like he's about 13 years old. But he, in his last fight, he looked really great. He's this kid. He's he's on, he's on the pre-prelims. Yeah, I remember him now. Yeah. Man, I can't believe he's that far down. I want to see him. Uh, that's only... Oh, no, that is ESPN+. Plus. Cool. So hopefully I can catch that. Although that might air before bedtime. So anyway, I am interested in that card. How how Portuguese, how Portuguese is Mackenzie Dern going to try and sound? Did she still do that? She, right before we got on, I was watching all the embededs. Mm-hmm. She was trying to sound pretty Portuguese <laughs> on the embedded. 
Where you're, where you're just like, what are you doing? Yeah, whatever. Whatever. She's <laughs> I, she's super fun to watch fight, and she had a baby and like six months later had a fight. Oh yeah, no, she's 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 great at the, the BJJ. She's a G. Who are the Schwat? Are you still in here? Who are the people you even care about anymore? Mackenzie Dern and Ryan Hall. Man, I want to see Ryan oh, Hall. Yeah. Ryan Hall needs to fight again. I'm. I want to see Ryan Hall fight again really bad. All right, Dan. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. This was a, I. You know what? I really didn't. Dan. Uh, I really didn't expect the the take out three sports movies to be entertaining, and we went for like forty five <laughs> minutes on it. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about Rob's random topic. You never know. Schwab must not never be in here anymore. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, you can subscribe to us wherever you get a podcast. You can also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. You can email us, this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Love you too, Rolo. And you can tweet at us at TMSS underscore podcast. See you, KB. Thanks for tuning in, man. Good night. Good night. Kipster. Our sponsors, brought to you by Joey the Good Boy, and Mike Long. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can only see one of Joey's ears at this point. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs>